Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Valor Outdoor Sportsman Podcast, brought to you today by Valor Game Calls, G93 Outdoors, and Capturing the Hunt. Let's go. All right, today I have a super special guest with me here, a personal friend of mine. A lot of the guys on this podcast are all personal friends of mine. And so uh, this is literally like a reunion every time we record a podcast. So I love having all all of them here. Uh, A couple of things we wanted to get to before we start the podcast is saying thanks to our sponsors. We've already got people backing us, helping us out um, through different connections uh, in the hunting industry and, and different friends and stuff. So the first is uh, my personal company, Valor Game Calls. Uh, We make uh, handmade custom uh, duck calls, goose calls, varmint calls, anything you can think of, anything you want in a call, we do. And so if you ever need anything, check us out on socials. Uh, The next sponsor is G93 Outdoors. Uh, Do a lot of guiding hunts, waterfowl, exotic hunts, white-tailed deer, all that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll get all the info about G93 here in a bit. And then also capturing the hunt, hunting photography. All of us are on socials. If you ever want to find us, if you need pictures of a hunt, pictures of anything, check out Lathe at Capturing the Hunt. A couple other sponsors. One is A-Bear's Custom Decoy Rigs. I love talking to Damon on the phone, man. Man, he's an awesome, awesome guy. (laughs) I love that guy. Uh, He literally, we started using his rigs uh, last season. Um, and I, I've tried to tangle those rigs and I can't do it. Can't do it. And I try to understand his accent and I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're actually going to have him on sometime. Uh, I love talking to him on the phone. He literally has one of the best rig setups that you can buy. I remember when I first started waterfowl hunting, uh, using cheap rigs and the first hour is just untangling decoys. Mm -hmm. Uh, his rigs totally solved that. And so he's on socials, a bear, H E B E T. Nope. nope, H-E-B-E-R-T, uh, custom decoy rigs. Check that out. Green Fox Marketing, we're actually sitting in their studio right now. Um, they're out of Granbury, Texas, and they do all kinds of marketing for your business, social media, uh, rebranding, websites, anything that you need marketing stuff for. They do it. They're personal friends of ours. Uh, Colt's brother actually works for Green Fox, and then uh, the other... Uh, the owner of it is a, a close friend of ours, uh, Eric. And so if you need anything marketing-wise for your company, um, man, from what I've worked with them, they are super fe- professional and they're great at what they do. So check them out online, Green Fox Marketing. Uh, but today is a little different episode. It's a special episode. Uh, I have Mr. Laith Taylor on the mic with me, owner and operator of Capturing the Hunt. What's up, Laith, man? Hola. What's up? Hola. Every time I call Layla on the phone, that's usually how he answers the that's phone. That's usually how I answer the phone for hola. pretty much anybody. I didn't know that. I just had my experience. I, like 90% is hola, huh? I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just got in the habit of doing it. and I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> that's your go-to. <laughs> so Lathe is usually uh, on the side with us, uh, being the Google master, um, Googling stuff, making sure we don't go over time, uh, kind of a producer role for the podcast. Uh, so today's a little different. He's front and center on the mic and, uh, we're going to get to know all about Lath. I'm probably going to ask some questions that I've never asked before. I'm going to find out some things about Lath that I didn't know. So, uh, man, but Lath, uh, about a year ago, he started capturing the hunt, hunting photography. We'll get into a whole story on that, but me and Lath have really, uh, 
gotten close over the past year um, and become really good friends. And so I'm excited to have you on the podcast to talk about that and everything that's going on. So, man, tell me, uh, tell me about you, where you grew up, the town you grew up in, why you like hunting photography, why you like photography in general. Tell me about your wife. Do you have kids? He does. Do you have kids? <laughs> A kiddo. What's her name? All that kind of stuff. Let me know about Laith Taylor and the Laith Taylor family. Yeah. So, um, I am born and raised in Texas. Uh, I am originally from, well, I was born in Pasadena, Texas, and I lived in East Bernard, Texas. Uh, I didn't know you were born in Pasadena, so I already learned something I didn't know. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I, was, uh, I lived in East Bernard, Texas, till I was about five, I believe. Like, well, probably a little before that, like four, I yeah. think. Um, and then we moved to League City, Texas, and I spent a lot of my life there, probably from uh, I'd say, five, I don't know, but I spent a lot of my life there. Um, I, I had two, we had lived in two houses down there. And then in 2014, we moved to Longview, Texas, Longview, Texas. And, uh, and I can get into that later, but yeah, we moved to Longview, Texas. And, um, from there I was in, uh, I went to school at East Texas Baptist university. Yeah. Oh, there in Marshall, Texas. Yep. Um, and I, uh, and, uh, I met my wife online, uh, through the Tinder. <laughs> Dude, I did not know yeah, that. We met through Tinder. Really? Tinder love story. Yep. Dude, um, that's awesome. So you literally, I, I've never downloaded the Tinder app. I'm, you're going to educate me about Tinder right now. Yeah. Like what is, uh, what does that look like? Is that the swipe left app? That is the swipe left app. That is the swipe, swipe right. It's so, swipe right for good. For good. Okay. So you literally saw the picture and you're like, I'm swapping right immediately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. At the time that I like, it was like 2015 ish, like into 2015, early 2016. Yeah. Is when me and her met. I mean, I've dated a lot of other girls in between like the time I moved to Longview and um, like when it came out, like when the app came out, I dated more girls through the app, but, um, Oh, gotcha. Um, I didn't like a lot of people were using it for like a hookup app, but I wasn't, I just wanted to meet people. Yeah. 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 And hopefully try to start something. Yeah. And then, then I met Paige and it kind of took off from there. And yeah. then, uh, so a little back, a little about me cause it ties into all of it. Uh, we lost my dad in 20, 15 yep uh with uh cancer it had spread throughout his whole body mm. and within like from like august uh yeah august to november we lost we start we caught it in august and it, we lost him in like november september 2015 really? it was wow. quick turnaround like three four months yeah it was it was really quick yeah um, was it like leukemia or no it was actually melanoma Really? So skin. Uh, so it would. What this? That's what they eventually determined what it was. So wow. wear sunscreen. Goodness gracious! I'm a big component of sunscreen. Yeah, I um, gotta have that sunscreen. I do. <laughs> I do for sure. Um, but uh, so why that ties in is um, we like I I didn't want to go to school anymore. Like I, I didn't show it or outwardly, but and I didn't really even think about it really. But I guess subconscious, because subconsciously, um, I didn't. Uh, subconsciously, I just didn't want to do school anymore. 
So yeah. I stepped down from doing the whole school thing. And then, uh, I was, my mom let me drop out cause I just wanted to be home and not really, I mean, I was going to classes, but I was just like, this is kind of pointless. Yeah. Cause at that time I started getting wanted to get more serious with my photography. Yep. Um, not just hunting, but like hunting comes way later, but I just wanted to get serious with my, uh, photography. And that was like 2016, um, semester of school yeah. or early 2016. Um, and I just wanted to, like I said, focus on photography, focus on what I wanted to do. Not, I didn't need to go to school. Uh, I didn't need to go to school for that. I mean, I, it helps to go to school for that, but it, it really helps just to learn, be yeah. in the field and learn. And experience. Uh, yeah. you, you may can hear a compressor in the background right now. That's why Lade just laughed. Uh, it, there's some guys working on the building and I told, uh, Lath that, man, I, uh, I don't want this to be a super polished podcast. Like we're just real raw, you know, like I said earlier. Um, so that's a compressor and that's okay. The guys are working on the building, so it's going to be in there no matter what. So, yeah, it's gonna be all right. Sorry. Um, so you're so go yeah. to college, you're not in college anymore. Yeah. You're trying to gain experience in the field, uh, just doing hunting, doing not hunting photography, just, just photography in general. Yeah. Just photography in general. And I, um, and then that's when like, like early 2016 is kind of when I met my wife. Well, she was then my girlfriend, but now, now she's my wife. Um, we, from there, we just, we hit it off and her, her parents are like, well, you step down. Why don't you move up here to Granbury, Texas? And, um, I know y'all are pretty serious. Cause like the first time I ever met her dad, I was like, I want to marry your daughter. And he's like, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so he, I mean, I've like, we've been all close and he was very, they were very fortunate to let us move, like let me move up and live in one of the spare bedrooms of their house, um, for a while until we, until we got married and found our own place. Um, and, uh, 2017, we got married, uh, 2019, we had our first kid. Yeah. Wait, no, 2018. Oh, dude, you better get your dates straight right now. I mean, she's, she, she, no, yeah, no, 2018, because she's, she just turned two. Yeah, we just went to her two-year-old birthday. Yeah, so it was 2018. 2018. Is when we had our first kid. Yeah. Uh, Mia. Mia. Mia Aria Taylor. And your wife's name is? Paige Taylor. Paige Taylor. So my, uh, our wives actually worked together for a while, uh, last year at a, a preschool. So, uh. They kind of got to know each other pretty well. Me and Lath over the past year have gotten to know each other. So uh, up till now, you've met Paige. Y'all got married. Y'all had a kiddo, Mia. And uh, you're doing... She's a photographer too, right? Uh, she helps. Um, she helps you. I. She she had no interest in... like She had never really picked up a camera ever. I mean, she picked up a camera. I mean, yeah. everyone's at least picked up a camera. Yeah. But uh, she's never really like wanted to do it and then i said hey do you want to help me on a wedding and she fell in love and we so um i've kind of taught her a little bit um there's still some like we gotta we still need to work on some stuff but it's just going to take us doing more weddings but this yeah. covid stuff kind of threw a wrench and everything yeah absolutely um, so i didn't know that man i when i met you uh the first time i think was at church yeah, um sure came the to first church. time i ever met you was i took a picture of your guitar to sell it really you remember that I don't remember that, dude. The white Which, guitar. Oh, yeah. Dude, I forgot you took that picture. That's <laughs> awesome. I sold it, too, really quick. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I met you there, and then uh, I just knew you were a photography guy, and 
I knew y'all did weddings. So my, I always thought Paige just grew up liking photography. So I had no idea that she took that on when y'all got married and you kind of taught no, her yeah. what she knows. Yeah. I, like I said, I kind of taught her everything she knows. And like, I've been self-taught. Like, I, I mean, I went to school for a little bit, but even in school, I was like, this is, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Not, not, not to brag. I mean, but it, I picked it up really fast and I picked technology up pretty quick too. Yeah. Um, but no, with the camera, I picked up really quick and then you got to have an eye. I mean, yeah. yes, anybody can pick up a camera, but you is it, really having that artistic eye and like, okay, this, this will look good here and remembering, okay, this looks good here. This, what looks good there. Yeah. Um, and she, she has that. She definitely does, but it is just teaching her how to do yeah. it. So you say you picked it up really quick. I One did. thing that I've, uh, noticed about you and learned about you is when you're super excited about something like you're 150 miles an hour in that direction and you learn so quick and you're like studying and researching and figure things out and so that's like your journey to where you are now with all this stuff which we're going to get to has been super cool man to see you just like this is what i want to do this is how i'm and it's like you've learned and uh, grown and man, it's been super cool. So anyway, go ahead. Sorry. You want to, yeah, no, that, like, and I get that a lot from my dad, like my dad for a long time, he like anything we were into, he would pick up. So like when we were younger, he was really, um, my name came from, uh, he worked at a boy's home, like a, like a boy's home, like a inner city Houston boy's home called a uh, youth reach Houston. Yeah. And uh, it was just for, um, getting getting kids off the street and getting them into a better place um and uh he worked the he was like the maintenance guy but he also worked he helped out with other aspects but he also helped out in the uh the they had a horse arena there and he worked with the horses so he was really big into western oh, like cool. cowboys and stuff and they read a horse when they were pregnant with me they read a i was gonna either i was gonna either be called duke i think i was gonna be called duke dude that's your new nickname <laughs> bro calling you duke um <laughs> I, well, yeah, uh, we had, we had a, uh, but my mom was like, well, let's find come up with another name and different name. And my dad was like, well, how about this? And they found a, he found a magazine article on, uh, a cowboy named Lath Lath huh. and, it, and it stuck Yeah, and they liked it. So that's, that's cool. That's where I got my name from. Uh, so this is, uh, not, this is kind of derailing a little bit into another question, but I kind of like to ask. Uh, questions that um, make me like give me a glimpse into you and who you are I knew that your dad had passed away but I didn't know exactly like what it's wrong I never really heard that story and I didn't realize like how many years ago was that it was 2015 is when he actually passed so, so five so years ago or four four or five years ago yeah it would be five years ago this year this year yeah uh pretty quickly is when we found out so yeah it'd be the five, fifth anniversary of yeah us finding out about it yeah so this is a tough oh <laughs> I hit the mic. This is a tough question, uh, and you may not want to answer it, but are you worried? No. Okay. Man, what do you, like, what's the one thing you did with your dad or the one thing you miss the most about your dad? One thing I miss most about dad is he, went, like, I like, I kind of like what I was getting at. Um, and I, um, when he we did something, he got involved like crazy. Like, yeah. when we skateboarded, he picked up skateboarding again. When we surfed, he picked up surfing. He always surfed. But when we surfed, he picked up surfing. Um, when we played disc golf, he picked up disc golf. When he played, my brother started playing golf, he picked up golf and really went gung-ho. And that's kind of what I've learned from him is just 
be involved in your kid's life. And he was a very good dad about that and very good about being involved in our lives. Um, uh, and he was really, he was really resourceful. Like he could, he made skateboard ramps for us all the time. Yeah. I mean, he was good at bigger projects. Like that's cool. Um, and, uh, he was always really supportive of me and my photography. So, I mean, one thing is I, I, one thing I do miss about him is I wish he could see, cause I think he, I think he would really enjoy this hunting stuff. Yeah. A lot. I mean, he, he grew up kind of hunting, but not really hunting. Mm-hmm. He, he grew up in the city, but I, I, I think me being out here I and mean, him being in Longview, if he was still alive today, he would like be so for all of this. Like I, I definitely think that he, he'd be, he'd probably be in the blind with this, honestly. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Uh, so we're in the middle of Texas. We're a long way away from anywhere you can surf. What he said, y'all got into oh, surfing. Yeah. Galveston. I I am from League City. Is like thirty minutes from Galveston. So you can surf Galveston. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on the way. Well, <laughs> you can surf. You can learn to surf in Galveston for sure. Like uh, on like normal days, but if there, when there's like a like you can learn learn the longboard and like learn how to stand up. And there's oh, okay. there, there's some good uh, wind swell, but when there's a huh. hurricane in the Gulf, it's really good. Really? Yeah. Dude, okay. I didn't know I didn't know you could really get down on a surfboard in Galveston. Yeah, you really there, there's a lot of good surfers. I mean, it's not nothing like Hawaii and all that stuff because there's no reefs. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of sand breaks and there's a lot of I mean, you can surf. Yeah, and it, it doesn't sound like oh, I want to go surfing in Galveston now. There's a lot of there's a surfing community definitely in Galveston. That's cool. I didn't know that. A lot of stand-up paddleboards now when that since they came out. Oh, yeah. Um No, there's a lot of a lot of longboarders and when the, there's certain times when the swell gets really good and you can get some nice header, like over your head waves. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. Learn something new every day, you know? Uh, cool. So, uh, you're married, you have the kiddo, uh, you're doing at this point, you're doing pretty much wedding photography. Are you doing like, I know you've done some headshot stuff in the past. Like, what are you, uh, at this point? doing mostly with photography oh and my like not not today but after after i got married and kind of had the kid yeah so yeah um when we got married we like we wanted to focus on like so before all this hunting stuff like i wanted like literally right a couple months before the wedding stuff and like or the hunting stuff sorry i was like let's focus hardcore on a couple of weeks actually let's go focus hardcore on weddings let's get everything going for, for 2020 let's just really hit it hard marketing i mean i've done weddings and stuff and it's more kind of been word of mouth but i never really pushed really hard for it yeah um and it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't even a thought of mine to like let's go full time with this hunt like ph- photography yeah for me and uh the family um and then uh uh, so we're like, let's do weddings and let's really hit this hard and like really try to market it and really try to push it and really get our name out there and try to get this going. At least yeah. by 2020, I can probably be full-time photography. Yeah. Like so end that of, was in, end of 2020. So that was started. beginning of 2019 or that something was like late 2019. So like October, November. That's this past year or this was it 2018? 2019. 2019. So you were already doing some hunting photography. No, I was already doing some wedding stuff. Like, so all of this, like all that was before I started doing hunting. You're the first. Oh, I got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're up to that point, late 2019. You're like, we're going to go on all in on this hunting. I mean, this wedding photography stuff. Yeah. And, uh, really try to try to push because you're 
the end goal, your desire is to be a full-time photographer. Yeah, be full-time, not having to work about, not worry about working for somebody, just work on my own, do my own photography and yeah, stuff like that. Absolutely. All right. So then, uh, what, like, how did you, uh, go from weddings into where you're heading now? <laughs> like, what did that look like? So, yeah, I got a, I got a call from, uh, the, the host over here, uh, <laughs> or yeah, he, he just called me. I was at, uh, I was working with a friend of mine here in town washing cars and he called me. He was like, Hey, Leith, what you doing? I was like, Oh, just kind of washing cars right now. I mean, we all can, we kind of go to church. We, we go to church together. So he's like, uh, you want to come on a hunt? I was like, you know, and like literally a week before I started list, like I really wanted to get into hunting because yeah. we had gotten, we gotten our first handgun, um, and, uh, from old gramps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can talk about that. That'd be fun. Can we? Okay. Yeah, Dude, I was going to later in the, in the podcast, I was going to ask <laughs> you like, can I ask a question about gramps? But we'll talk about Y'all got to yeah. stay tuned. Cause that's one of the coolest stories ever. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, Micah texted me and like, I, or I really wanted to get into hunting. Like I, I wanted to get into other shooting things like stuff with guns. Cause I really like guns. I grew up with guns. I've never really grew up hunting. Yeah. Um, my outdoor experience was real fishing is kind of being on the coast and oh, being yeah. close and we can get into that. But, um, we, uh, uh, so with he, when he called me I, like a week before I was wanting to do, like I said, I was wanting to do, um, I was wanting to get into it and yeah. I started listening to podcasts and one of the podcasts, they had a guy say, yeah, we bring a, a photographer along with us. And I was like, huh, that's kind of a cool idea. <laughs> yeah. And like a week later, Micah called me and said, Hey, you want to come on a hunt? And that was like late November. And then like a couple of weeks later in December, he was like, we're going, let's go. Yeah. And then from there it kind of like, I fell in love. Um, just being, I think I was pretty spoiled. That was a cool location. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, but then from there, like I'm like they had just grown and blown up. Um, just doing it because I mean, there's not all. And anytime I tell people, even my photographer people, I mean, I know they're in the industry. There is people that do it, but like in the people that are around me, I'm like, yeah, I do hunting photography. Oh, I've huh. never thought about that. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's been kind of it's been a fun journey. I enjoy it. I, I can't wait to see where it's going to take me. Um, and that leads like I've. Through Mike, I've met Colt. Uh, he was on an episode before. Yeah. And then I've met some other guys that I go hunting with a lot. Uh, Red Barn Outfitters out of Stephenville. Yep. Um, and uh, those guys are really cool, too. Uh, they might be fun to have on here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, from there, I just kind of uh, met some other people. I did a, I did, I did a class, uh, kind of an online kind of webinar, seminar thing. And that way I can cause I don't know anything about the hunting industry really. Yeah. And it, it, it was a hunting photography class. Yeah. Um, kind of going over different aspects of what it is like to be a hunting photography and the hunting photographer in the business. And it was a really good, um, it's called the hunting photographer. Yeah. The hunting photographer. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, compressor again. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, it's put out by Stephen Drake and, uh, Zach Bouton. Oh, cool. Um, pretty cool. Z, uh, Steven Drake is a big Sika guy. Oh, okay. You've seen a lot of his, you've seen a lot of his photos. Yeah. Um, and Zach is a pretty big guy out of Montana. They're all, they're both out of Montana, but, uh, they're really cool. I've actually had a conversation with them both. And, um, so I did that. And then, 
went on some hunts with Jacob and then, and then this summer I've kind of like, we got to a point, my wife got a new job, um, working for the County. And then I was like, we're making it a little bit enough. We're making some more money with all this. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time to step down. Yeah. And, uh, not from photography from your other job. Yeah. From, from, yeah. from my other job, uh, <laughs> yeah. step down from, from working, w- working at the, the, Car. with the washing cars and stuff. Yeah. And, um, like I, we've been thinking about it for a while. Like, is it time at the time? And like, God just put a, put a moment in our lives. Like, yeah, it's try it, go for it. Yeah. And then literally from there, like I've gotten a lot of calls from like Colt and you and we're getting this really started. I mean, I, I honestly thought I wasn't going to be at this point yet, but it's kind of God's God's timing is everything. And yeah. it's been nice. It's, it's weird not having to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's still stressful. I mean, cause it's more of like we're f- flying on blind faith. Yeah. But I mean, God's taking care of us this whole time so he can take care of us some more. I mean, we just got to put faith and it was a, we always say, we always say it's a leap of faith and it really was like, we had no idea what we we're going to do and it, we still don't, but it's been a fun, fun experience and I can't wait to see where this goes. Yeah. I mean, and we're not just going to be focused on, we're still going to be doing the hunting or the weddings and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but hunting is probably going to be from September <laughs> till probably, uh, into Turkey, it's like for that whole span, um, probably going to be focusing a lot on hunting. I mean, yeah. there's going to be weddings sporadically throughout that. Sure. Probably after the new year. Yeah. Or, um, but yeah, um, it's kind of funny how it lines up because usually it's like late spring to s- throughout the summer is kind of wedding season and then you got hunting season yeah. the rest of the year. So it kind of all worked out and we're really excited. Um, I've done a lot more other things outside of just wedding stuff pretty recently. And, um, my video stuff is getting off there. I mean, I can do video. I don't like doing video, but I can. Yeah. And I know it's an important aspect that I probably need to start adding. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we're now, we, I can say that capturing the hunt and, uh, LP Taylor photography is what I'm doing now. That's where I work. That's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to help out other places, but that is where I'm working. That's awesome. So let's go back to, uh, I remember this conversation that you and I had, you know, and from my end, uh, I was like, I was building the website at the time, my, my new website, trying to, I needed photography. I needed good pictures. Of course, when I'm out in the field hunting or whatever, I've got iPhone pictures of my products, but pictures for website or whatever, I just don't have it. And, uh, I really needed good stuff. And so I thought, uh, I had met you and we had talked some, but I thought, man, he's a really good photographer. Everything I'm seeing him post on social media is really good. And I wonder if he'd ever be interested in hunting and going and, and, and taking pictures of a hunt. So when I called you, I was literally just like throwing this idea out, hoping that you would just be, uh, that you may want to do this or you may want to uh, go on a hunt with me in just one time. And so when I threw this out there, it was so cool because you were like, your response was yes. Like the, it was like God had totally set this conversation up because you had already been thinking about it. And from my end, I'm like, wow. Like I, I didn't think, I didn't know that there was a chance and you, and you were like, yeah, I'd love to, I've been thinking about doing, doing this. I want to get into hunting and then we went and sat down at a coffee shop here in town, mm-hmm. uh, and we had a meeting and I just said, 
what I had been seeing on a lot of, uh, you know, you talk Sitka or whatever, a bunch of these companies on socials, Instagram, when they have really good pictures, it just looks great on their social medias. So whenever I would look at these companies who are posting great content, uh, I, it was awesome. And the cool like waterfowl, uh, photography and photos that they're posting of birds. And, uh, it, I was just like, man, this is a really cool thing. And, uh, so when we sat down in that coffee shop, I was going, man, I think there's, I think there's a, a need for this here. I don't know of anyone local that's really doing this. I think there's a need. I think that you could, you could do this and, and do pretty well at it. Uh, and so there was a lot of, I think, I think, I think, and in maybe, maybe, maybe talk, and you literally, like you jumped in head first and just ran with it. Like you took that and, and said, yep, I'm going to go for it. Like we did that first hunt. You took pictures. I was blown away with what you got. Everybody that was on the hunt was blown away with the pictures. And then you just ran, man. You started running hard. And literally like I would talk to you and you're like, yeah, I talked to this guy who's in the hunt, the, the world, you know, Sitka's guy or whoever it is. And uh, I was like, man, Lathe is killing it over there. He's going and, and gaining all the knowledge and gaining all the stuff that he needs to really make this thing work. And, uh, man, I can tell you, like, I don't, I said this on the podcast with Colt, I don't like to make promises that I can't keep, right? Like, I really believe you're one of the best hunting photographers in the business. Um, and the stuff that you get when we're out there uh, is just super cool. And it's super cool to have, those memories and everything that's going on uh, to, to be able to look back and say, this was this, this was this. Uh, so man, I appreciate what you're doing and I love it. I think you're super talented and uh, God's going to continue to grow this thing. Uh, we're super excited about this season. Actually Lathe, uh, we just brought him on the Valor team has like kind of like the first Valor staff member almost. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what you said. That's, yeah. That is what I said. Yeah. So, uh, he's on our, our staff and, um, man, we've got a lot of plans to really build a lot of, uh, do a lot of YouTube video stuff, vlog stuff, a lot of photography stuff. And, uh, it seems like, the Lord's lining up a bunch of stuff right now and we're, we're rolling into this next season with a lot of momentum. Yeah. It's and we, I kind of mentioned earlier, it's kind of this COVID thing kind of put a wrench in it, but it's like for me and my family, it's, it feels weird because it's like, I mean, I've had good things happen in my life, but this isn't, it's never been something so clear as to like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And like every morning, it, well, every morning when I was driving to work, I would just pray like, Hey God, I mean, open doors. And like, I still pray when I pray is like part of my prayer is, Hey God, open doors. Yeah. Um, let's figure out, like, I want to figure all this out and let's open doors and get this thing going. Um, I'm, I'm use me. I, I'm I mean, I'm doing this, but it's for you, not for me. Yeah. And that's kind of from the beginning is kind of what I want to do with it, all this. Yeah. That's awesome. So I listened to another podcast one time and there was a photographer on there and he was talking about, they were asking him like, uh, how he got these shots and what links he had to go to to get them. He's talking about putting on a wetsuit in the ocean, like freezing temperatures and floating out in the middle of decoys and getting shots and all that kind of stuff. What I was amazed with from the first hunt uh, was you showed up in full camo. Like it was, you showed up in full camo, you showed up. I'm worried about the camera getting wet and the camera getting ruined. And I remember one of those first, 
when I said, man, don't run your camera. You said, dude, this is, it's just a tool. Like it, I don't want it to get ruined, but this is a tool that I use to gather these photos and to capture this stuff. And uh, if it gets ruined, it gets ruined. But it was almost like you telling me, hey, it's worth the sacrifice for me to get the good shot, to get the shot that I need to get, whatever it takes. Uh, so it was like, I remember you came over and I was like, you may need some waiters, you know, like, and you're like, yeah, you, yeah, you have some. I was like, yeah, I got an extra pair. You wore them that first hunt. You're in the water with your, however expensive your camera is. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> you're in the water. Decoys are splashing around. And from the jump, like first hunt, I could tell like he's going to do what it takes to get, to get the picture, whatever it is. Yeah. So what has your experience yeah. been with, uh, I know you go with us a lot. You go with those, the guys out of uh, Red Barn. Um, like what, what's been the craziest situation for you and <laughs> harshest conditions? Like what, what has been one of the harder uh, sessions that you've had out in the field? I haven't really had a bad session. Um, it, I mean, I don't mind the cold. Yep. Um, so it's, it, it, I mean, it, it sucks being cold, but I mean, I don't mind it as bad. Um, I'm a bigger guy, so I guess I have a lot of fluff. <laughs> Dude, I understand that. A lot of, that. Lot of blubber. <laughs> I understand that over but, here too. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it doesn't bother me as bad. Um, so I've never really been in harsh conditions like yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, knock on wood. Um, yeah. But I, I like I, I've never been on. I've never been in a bad situation um, yet. Um, there are some. There are some things that I want to get before this next season starts. Uh, yeah. Mainly a waterproof housing, better than when I the little crappy one that I had. Um, and then from like, that's it. Just, just think so I can get in the water. Cause yeah. I mean, um, um, but I guess the craziest situation I've been on was actually a predator hunt with red barn. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like I was, I was safe, but it felt kind of creepy cause I was, I was on the floor. I was on the ground. They were on a high rack way above, like uh, on the back of a truck. And I was on the ground trying to get a cool night shot, um, of the truck and a long exposure of the truck. And uh, they said, "Hey, there's a coyote coming in." I was like, "Like, okay, it's it's about a hundred yards. Okay, it's about sixty yards. Okay, it's about <laughs> like y'all gonna shoot it or let <laughs> yeah, it walk up on me? Y'all gonna shoot it?" <laughs> <laughs> and we were and we we were in the middle of like West Texas, was like rattlesnakes everywhere, and oh, I was yeah. on the ground, just l pretty much sitting on the ground and yeah, not really wanting to move because I didn't want to spook anything up. But uh, no, it was a uh, that's probably the, the craziest experience I have had. I mean. There's been some other stuff, but I've never had like a, I don't have a crazy story yet, but I guess that's the closest I've been to like a, oh yeah, I'm hunting. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's kind of weird, but like I'm used to being on the high rack and being up there with them. Yeah. Um, especially on those predator hunts. But yeah, I know it was like hundred yards. Yeah. 60 yards, <laughs> 80 yards. You're like y'all do something. Yeah, know. please. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I noticed is, uh, that first hunt we went on, which we didn't know each other that well. I mean, we'd met a couple of times, talked, uh, we talked at church a few times, but we had never really hung out, hung out a lot. And, uh, going into the first hunt, you know, I'm kind of going, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be like. Do we need to set up another spot in the blind for him? Does he need to like, I don't know what this is going to be. And, uh, we got out there again, you showed up in full camo. I think at this point you'd even tried to camo your camera. Like you, you walked in prepared to like, I I'm, I'm going to, gonna do this deal and uh one thing that was cool is uh 
you're the only guy that's ever photographed one of our hunts, but I could see one thing I was worried about, let me say that, is getting out there and then us, the hunt being hindered because you're trying to get a shot or you're, you or someone that works for you is flaring birds because they're up there getting a shot or whatever. And I was like pleasantly surprised that, uh, you were on the other end of that saying, Hey, I don't want to flare birds. I don't want to be seen even like it was, you'd sit behind the blind or you'd sit over in a bush or whatever to make sure that you get the shot. But also the hunting is, is like first and we're, we're, uh, the clients that we have with us are killing birds and all that. So I was super appreciative and I thought that was super cool. Just from the first hunt that you literally came prepared, you were ready to go. Um, and you like, we didn't even really know you were there and you got these awesome shots. So what does that look like going into a hunt? Like what's your thought process with, uh, I need to like what, what the hunt's going to be, whether it's waterfowl or deer or a high fence hunt or a predator hunt, whatever, what is your preparation look like um all that kind of stuff uh so yeah um i like you said earlier i like to do a lot of research on things before i really dive into it like i've probably went through like eight different cameras before or looked at eight different cameras before i really chose the one that i got right now that i really wanted um for the money that we had to spend um but um no uh so it, it it's, it's usually all the same. Like I do the research, if I'm going to do, do a new hunt, um, I, I watch a couple of videos on like, usually like watching some hunting, uh, hunting shows about, or like YouTube videos yeah. about duck hunting or predator hunting and see like, okay, what is this like? I like to do research. I'm way, the way I was kind of formally taught because, um, I guess part of my photography career, uh, my photography and we can get into this, um, kind of my photography background, but part of it was in school, I did photojournalism. And so that's kind of how, like I was formally taught in high school. I mean, I, I knew how to pick up a camera, but it was my photojournalism teacher that taught me, okay, be a fly on the wall. Like you're there to capture the story, not capture photos. Yeah. And that's kind of what I try to do with all my photos is, okay, how can I not be, how can I be the fly on the wall? And I learned that from weddings. Cause I mean, with weddings, I mean, yes, you're going to be a presence there. Um, but how can I be behind the camera and trying to capture the moment? And like, I'm very quiet, even, even at weddings and stuff, I, I don't like to speak cause I like to be in the moment. That's kind of my photography style is the f very photojournalistic, very, um, very uh, story driven because I don't, I don't, I don't like to pose. I mean, I can, but I don't like to like, Hey, um, just hold that. I might say, Hey, hold that, hold this, hold that. But it's more of, if I don't get it, uh, I try again. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially with hunting. Cause I mean, a lot of hunting, especially waterfowl hunting, it's it, 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 with waterfowl hunting, it's, it's very repetitive. So like if I miss a shot of the birds, if I miss a shot of the birds coming in, but I got shot, like I'm more than likely got a shot of the guys swinging up. Yeah. Um, if I missed a shot of the guy swinging up, I probably got some of the birds. So it's, it, 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 that's what I like about waterfowl hunting is because, because from going into this, I saw that, okay, there's plenty of opportunity to do it because you wait for a little bit. The, there's more that come in. Okay. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Okay. Wait for a little bit more come in. Okay. Shoot. Um, so it was pretty easy to get behind that 
pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but from the aspect of, um, like other types of hunting, you have more time to plan. So like when I've been, I went on a couple of turkey hunts, but we never really got anything in. Yeah. Um, we got close, but like you had, you had time to, okay. And I, I'm always constantly thinking, okay, if this is going to happen, my brain works like constantly. Like I, I'm always thinking, okay, this could happen here. So let me, how am I going to get this? This could happen here. So how am I going to get that? Yeah. So I'm constantly changing my thoughts in my head about what to do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I, I'm really, I work on the fly. That's yeah. That's kind of how I, when I get there, I know my camera that I, I know, okay, this is what I need to do to get to this shot Yeah. that I'm looking for. That's awesome. So, uh, you're ta- you said turkey hunt, uh, I think twice. Did we go twice? We only went once. We went once. Okay. So I took my son, my son's dying to kill a turkey. Um, and I took him three or four times this season and we never got it done. Uh, I think the year before, nope. Uh, so anyway, we went turkey hunting and, uh, Lave actually went on one of these hunts with us and I, I called you and said, man, I think first time hunts, like pictures of first time hunts would be super cool. Uh, I think, you know, dads, moms, whatever would love to capture, have those pictures for their kids, uh, for their memories with their kids and their first hunt and all that. So you went with us to, uh, on this turkey hunt with my son Rush and, uh, man, the pictures we got from that, we didn't get a turkey. But you captured stuff of me and him just walking in the field and me with decoys over my shoulder, him with a decoy over his shoulder. Uh, just super cool pictures that I'll have forever that I've never, I mean, some of those pictures I looked at and I'm like, I've never seen that perspective of me hunting with my son. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a cool, uh, it was just cool to see and it's awesome to know that I have those pictures. Uh, so that's one thing we've talked about some is, those first time hunts, uh, I think, I think that's a huge, uh, desire and, and need is, uh, going in the field with people and, and getting those pictures of those first time hunts. What do you think about first time hunts, kids, all that kind of stuff? What are your, yeah, I, so that's kind of like, I'm a first time hunter. Like I, like I said earlier, I've never really hunted. <laughs> yeah. Like this hunting world is all new to me as of, uh, December of 2019. Yeah. Um, so, uh, dude, that's gnarly. So whenever you, whenever, I mean, I've shot at things and I no, well, yeah, but I'm meaning like, shot I thought for some reason, I thought you've been doing this thing a year and a half. Like I thought you were with, with us this last season, the season before, but no, like December is when you started hunting photography. December is when I started hunting photography. And you literally in how many months have gone from, I started hunting photography to now I'm doing it full time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Anyway, start first time hunts kids. Yeah. But I know I, that's since I am a first time hunter, I was like, this would be cool to capture for other people because I'm going to capture it with bringing meat home. Like, like I'm okay with that. Um, but, and I have a pretty good memory, so I'm probably not going to forget it. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that like, kind of like a wedding. Um, you spend a lot of money on a wedding and you want to capture it and you want to capture every detail and capture every aspect of that wedding. So that's kind of how I pictured this hunting stuff, capture every aspect of the hunt capture. That's kind of where I got the name capturing the hunt. Cause yeah. you're not just, because the hunt is not just the animal and the grip and grin. 
Yes. It's, <laughs> it's the decoys. It's the cleaning. It's the, it's the waiting. It's the sitting on the gun, falling asleep in the blind. It's, it's all of that. Um, just to bring down an animal, just to bring down meat on the table. Or if you want to go for trophies, bring down the trophy. Yeah. Um, it, and part of the, the big part of it is first time hunters, the next generation of hunters. And I, I'm, am one of them. Like I've never really hunted. I mean, I've been out in the outdoors. Like I said, I fished a lot, but I've never really hunted. And I'm not, I don't have, I don't even have my first deer and I'm what, 24 years old. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's kind of, I'm excited to, for this year to get, get my hands behind a gun. Yeah. Um, instead of, instead of get behind a camera, I mean, I'm still going to be behind a camera, but I'm going to get to hunt a little too. Yeah. And, uh, I think it'd just be like, I want to capture that experience for other people. Kind of like when Colt was on, we talked about, um, he, how he's, he mentioned something about how it's kind of cool, how I'm just jumping gung ho in this and how, um, the, uh, the hunt is, it's, it's for him, it's kind of cool seeing first timers. And that's kind of, I agree. I mean, being a first time, being a part of a first time hunt is kind of unique because um everyone reacts differently uh, from what i've seen yeah on on online and and just kind of hearing people talk about their first time um and seeing it firsthand because i went i've been on two two first time hunts for kids yeah um one was with colt at a, a at a high fence ranch for a kid and he got his first he got a first anything and it was a really cool experience to be a part of yeah and then um the, the other one was with rush, but we didn't get anything, but it was still cool to be a part of that. And, and that's kind of me being a first time hunter. I want to, I want to give that experience to other people. Like this is a cool, this is a cool thing to give out to others. Yeah, dude. And I think, uh, it could be a cool gift for people for like Christmas gifts, father's day, whatever. Um, someone could call you and say, Hey, I want to buy a hunt for my, you know, my husband and when he takes our son hunting or whatever, uh, I think that yeah, man, it's just cool. That's super cool. Yeah, and, and that's and that's a, that's a, kind of another aspect of it because I know a lot of. I mean, we kind of joked about it earlier today when we were doing some stuff, but like the a lot of the wives don't know what their husbands do. What even what hunting is? I mean, yeah. there's some wives that get out there and do it with them, and they, they understand what hunting is. But a lot of them just like, oh yeah, he's going hunting. Yeah. But what does that mean? I don't know. Right. Um, and that's kind of another reason why I wanted to do this is kind of capture it just so they can be like, this is what I get to do. Yeah. You get to see this beautiful nature experience, um, what God's given us and I get to do it in a unique, totally unique way. Um, and, uh, it's, it's kind of cool to look for them to get back and like, Hey, this is and like, especially for first time hunters. Hey, this is our kids first time doing this. Yeah. Now they're gonna have those memories forever. Yeah. We live in an age where capturing the moment is pretty big i mean everybody can do it with their iphone but it's unique to have that professional touch to it and yeah there's not a whole lot in the in the there, there like i said there are some out there but there's not a whole lot of people doing it yeah and one thing too like you're talking about uh you know wives not really knowing what like what that looks like for their husbands out in the field uh like when you go out and you don't have a photographer with you i'm gonna get some pictures before the hunt maybe with my phone during the hunt, if I shoot a cool bird or something happens, I may take a picture of it. And then after the hunt, you're going to get the picture. You usually get the picture with the stack of birds and the guys and yeah. behind it and, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, all of the stuff that happens in between there, you know, shooting birds, there's shots you've gotten from hunts last season that like, 
you know, the same group of birds. I remember this one time we had this big old group of redheads flying in Santo and uh, the shot you got, it was like you focused the hunters and then you focused the birds and back and like, it was like, I don't even know how you did it. It might've been different groups, but uh, just in that, that short section of time, like you're able to get us shooting and then the birds and all that stuff. And so that's stuff we would never get if, if we didn't have you there. And so it's, it's awesome to see, uh, to see what you come up with. Uh, you got, an incredible eye for it. You'll come up with stuff like, man, I didn't even know you were taking a picture of a center. I didn't know uh, you were, you had a picture of that. You know, you'll, you'll send me a picture every once in a while, whatever it is. Uh, and you've also been pretty successful with on social media, the pictures you've taken tagging the companies with whatever equipment we're using. You'll tag that company. You've had some reposts from those companies or some, some, a lot of likes from those companies. And so what's your, the quality of the stuff you're putting out is good enough for these big companies out there to recognize, man, this guy's putting out some cool stuff. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk equipment. Um, okay. what do you, what'd you start with or what camera do you use now? Talk lenses, like give us, I know nothing yeah. <laughs> about, uh, cameras. I know names of cameras, but I don't know much about, different cameras and what they do and all that. So tell me what camera you use, what camera you like to use, why you like to use it. Lenses. Uh, I, I see you switching out lenses. What lenses you use for what? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, I am now, as of 2019, a Sony user. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I know it's 2020 now when we're recording, but as of 2019, I switched to Sony from Canon. Um, I am using, I currently have a Sony a7 III. Um, I very soon either going to get a new, uh, another body, which is uh, just the, the, the part without the lens. Um, so yeah. I'm either going to get a new body or I'm going to another a7 III or I'm going to get the a7R2 III a7r3 so it's a it's a little bit higher up um and have this one as a backup or have this one as a second cam because um i'm i like prime i like prime lenses meaning i i with prime it's a set focus focal length so um i currently run a sigma 35 and a sony uh, 85 millimeter i mean i have some zoom lenses which are the ones i can zoom in and out so um i have a 70 to 200 that i have it's not the greatest quality because it's an older Canon one. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 I have adapt, I have an adapter. So, I mean, it still works pretty decent for what I need, but, um, um, I'm, I'm a big component of the, I like the prime. I don't know why. Cause I'll, cause I, I always, I kind of joked earlier, like I, I don't like doing video, but I think I want to do video. That's why I have all primes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to get into it. Cause I want to get into it, but no, I just like using primes to me. It's, I like, because to me, it's like I can, I, if I want to get the shot, I can get the shot. I don't have to zoom in to get the shot. Like it, it, it it's, it, it, to me, it looks different too. Like a zoom lens, zoom lens has, it has, it has its quirks, like, or has its purpose. But majority of the time I'm using a 35 now when it comes like for like the, the bigger, wider shots, but I like to use that, the, the, the different prime so I can get the close up, so I can get the, the far away shots. Um, yeah. Um, and that's kind of why I want another body. That way I don't have to switch. That way I can have my 35 on one camera and then my 80 or, or my 85 or my 70 to 200 on 
on one other body. Yeah. Uh, man, I, so one thing that, um, a lot of guys do when they're a lot of companies do it is every, all the pictures they post, they have a certain, I don't know what to call it, except a filter, right? So like a social media filter, whatever they have a certain color hue to them. They have a certain feel, a certain look. And, uh, I've seen you kind of, uh, even from the start, like you had this certain look that you had with your pictures and then you just continue to hone it and like really, really continue to be really good at doing that what do you use to edit can i ask that question what do you use to edit what do you what do you use like what yeah, are do you have a certain look in your mind that you're kind of going for um all that kind of stuff so uh yeah for any type of photo that i take i use the same any type from weddings to hunts i use the same i guess you can call it a filter um it's not well because i use lightroom Oh, okay. So it's kind of more of a preset and, and it's not really a preset because, well, I mean, it is a preset cause I, I made it myself, but I literally just click a button and it applies it. And then I adjust the fine tooth, the fine, the finer details, um, per the shot. But, um, no, uh, yeah. For any, any, anything that I use, uh, hunting, like I said, hunting to weddings, I, like I use, I use the same, try, try to use the same look. It's just a, it's kind of like a subtle, there's, there's a lot of pop of color. There's some color. I've heard a lot of people say, I really like your color, even yeah. though I'm colorblind <laughs> for a little bit, a little bit. A little Are you bit, colorblind? A little bit. Really? Reds, reds and greens, certain reds and certain greens. Oh yeah. You told me that the other day. Um, That's crazy to me. So I guess it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> people say it does. People say it does. No. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 I only, like I said, I only use two things i use a black and white i have a black and white filter and i have a color filter that i like to throw on my shots and i usually i usually when i do give to people like give the photos to people i usually if i like a like a, if i get a certain amount of stuff i usually have a color one and then a black and white one. Oh yeah um it's not hard to do that but no i, I try to keep it all similar so i way like same aspect literally the only thing that ever changes is probably the exposure i mean there's some color stuff that changes every now and then but majority of the time it's exposure and shadows is what i change the most gotcha um and if you're a, a photographer and you understand lightroom you know what i'm talking about but yeah um for the most part i i just uh i try to make it all like make them all pretty similar I, i'm not like i i literally use the same filter and adjust it to make it look the way i think it should look yeah is it, can you math, can you apply that filter to like the whole, all the pictures you oh, have? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So usually what I do when I get a shot, I mean, it's so hard with duck, with hunting because like the light, because you start at first light and it's like almost pitch black almost. Oh yeah. And then you go until it's like noon almost, especially for duck hunting. Yeah. Um, so I've got to adjust all of my settings all, all the time. I mean, I know I probably could figure out there, there's a exposure triangle is what they call it. But I, I know I could figure out all this stuff, but I usually just kind of try to make at least as I can see it in the viewfinder. If I can see it in the viewfinder good enough, I can edit it and adjust it and find detail it later. But I mean, there's so like in hunting, there's so many different and kind of like with weddings because there's so many different lighting situations. Yeah. Um, so with, with all that, I just try to get it as close to it close in camera as I, as I want to get it. Yeah. And then from there I adjust in Lightroom. Um, and there, I mean, I can apply it. And usually what I do, um, if it's all pretty similar lighting, what I'll do is I'll just 
highlight all the photos, hit the preset that I already have with all the settings that I want and yeah. then go through them individually and you go, okay, I need just this, 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 this until I get them all the kind of where I want them. Gotcha. Awesome, man. Well, uh, dude, I'm so excited for this season. <laughs> like I can't wait to see, uh, what's going to happen. Uh, you're talking about editing photos. I like the stuff that you send me. I'm always just blown away with the quality and what you got. And, uh, I have a dog and I love when you get pictures of her and the birds. And last season you took pictures of me like of us, not only at the beginning, but through the whole thing and then cleaning the birds. Uh, I was cut, I was cleaning a, a duck and there was a, a piece of still shot in there and you got an up close shot of that. And that was super cool. So just everything, there's so much stuff that goes into a morning of hunting that you get to cap that you can capture and you bring to life like later from that hunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was going to say something earlier and you, you brought it back up. Um, but no, yeah. So when I, when I like, pitch to people or I guess when I say, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm capturing every aspect of it. Kind of like I said earlier, I'm capturing every aspect of the hunt mm -hmm. um, from decoys to cleaning is kind of what I like to capture. And like you were saying earlier, you, you, you'll you get when you're hunting, you'll probably get like an iPhone shot of the what I call the grip and grin or the or the stack of stack of hogs or stack of, of ducks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's a lot of times you see. But, um, I had a, f I had a guy in local to us, uh, talk about, um, talk about the, um, uh, help me try to figure out some, uh, some marketing stuff for me. And he was like, well, essentially they're hiring another shooter, except you're not shooting yeah. a gun, you're shooting a camera because a lot, it's a lot of times with guides. Cause I try to do it with guides or outfitters or guides, yeah. whatever you want to call them. I try to team up with them that way. Cause, um, they know what they're doing and they know where the birds are. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying Joe Schmo off the street doesn't know where birds are, but I'm just saying like, I'm, you're not guaranteed, but they know where the birds are. They, they, this is their job. Yeah. They do the research to find out where the birds are and they go to them. Yeah. Um, so the, the aspect of, uh, hiring somebody else to make sure that, they get it is kind of to, to get what they were looking for is kind of what I was going at with. It's all this. Yeah. Is like, I'm another person in the blind focusing solely on that. Yeah. Focusing solely on capturing the experience for the, for the client or for the person. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of, it's kind of unique in the hunting world. Um, it's, I mean, there's people, like I said earlier, there's people that do it, but there's, there's not a lot. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of like why I kind of was like, okay, I got to get in on this. I got to get in on this hunting stuff. Cause I did a lot of research and learned that there's not a whole lot of people that are doing it. Yeah. And it's a solely unique thing because I mean, hunting in itself is unique. There's nothing like hunting. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have another experience unless like, there's no other experience you can have like hunting. Yeah. That's awesome. One thing I loved when you first started is, uh, you went on the first hunt you fell in love with it and uh, you started doing all this research and really running hard. And then the next hunt, I mean, it probably wasn't two weeks later you went on the next hunt and uh, it was probably, it was about a month. Was it a month? Yeah, Cause it was like, cause it was, I, 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 I have it pulled up. It's like, it was like 
December, um, December the 11th. Um, it was December the 11th when it was, uh, uh, when we went the first hunt and then it wasn't until a little bit later, like end of, end of January is when we went back. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So yeah. we went on this first hunt and I could tell he loved this. He's sold on it. And then the next hunt we went on, I guess about five, six weeks later, we, uh, you, you showed up and I started talking about, uh, I said something like, Hey, I think we're going to set the decoys up here. Uh, because I think this would be a really good spot. And you said, yeah, because the, the birds will finish in the wind and facing this way. And it was like you caught me off guard with like, <laughs> where did that come from? So you like went and not only are you figuring out how to do photography the best in the field, but you're like wanting to know why are these guys doing what they're doing? Why? What's the, the lingo they're using? There's probably stuff we're saying that you hadn't heard before, but like you came back and you started, like you were throwing stuff out that, I didn't, I was like, where did that come from? What's going on here? So anyway, it was a cool, uh, I just knew, man, from the start, you were sold out and, and wanted to make this thing work. Yeah, it was a really cool experience um, doing that because I guess my first hunt ever was with y'all, with, with you doing a hunt, and then my last hunt, duck hunt, was with you. Yeah. I didn't realize that until just now. I didn't either. Um, but in between that, I did like five others. Yeah. Or four others. Because yeah. I did six in total this season from my first season. I went on a hunt and yeah. Like six, I, six waterfowl hunts. Six waterfowl hunts. Yeah. That's a drill. Okay. That's a drill. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that in my ears. Yeah. Um, no, uh like I said, my my brain is a sponge. I pick up stuff like crazy. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, my memory I don't I wouldn't say I have a photographing memory, but I have pretty close to it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I retain information really quickly. I pick up on things. Like I said, I'm a fly on the wall for with a camera, but a lot of times, unless like I really get to know you, I'm kind of a fly on the wall, sit, listening out to the situation, try to figure things out. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I just picked up stuff and it was kind of funny that we had that conversation that you're like, you're talking about, uh, uh, like the decoy spread and the blind, yeah. filling in blinds and then uh uh resident birds and all that stuff I was like yeah i picked all that up from just talking to people and listening yeah. to podcasts and uh and just being on hunts yeah dude it was and then the last one of the last times we went on uh we got there and again i don't i don't know photography very well and you said uh hey what if i set up my camera and do a long exposure hunt while we're while we're brushing the blind and i was like what even is that so uh, I'll butcher it if I say it, if I try to explain it. What is long exposure? So yeah, long exposure is the amount of time or the amount, the length of time that a camera shutter is open. Um, so what the shutter does, and like what the shutter does is, um, like on a film or now with the digital cameras, it, it's what lets in what lets the light hit the sensor or the film, because um, that's what you're doing when you're taking a photo. You're capturing the light of the situation. And, um, along what a long exposure does is it, um, it leaves the shutter open for a very long time, usually 30 seconds, 20 seconds. Um, you can even hold it indefinitely if you really want to, um, cause there's a thing called a bulb mode, but what it does is it just lets that, lets the camera, essentially like you're taking a very, 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 very long photo. And what it's doing is like if for like low lights or especially like a pitch black. So with, um, any, any light like stars, headlamps that like are on, it will be picked up and usually 
if you're if if the subject is moving like a car or a headlamp moving in the shot i mean the stars are moving but they're so slow that it they look stationary but it'll leave a light trail so that's how yeah. you get those light trails or the car trails and stuff like that so it's just a it's just a function of a camera that allows you to capture light for a long time and it it makes trails and you can do cool stuff and it looks cool for like really like setting up shots. Cause you can get some motion blur of people throwing decoys and yeah. setting up blinds and like the trails of the, of the, of the headlamps and stuff like that. So it looks really cool. How long does it take to get like that last hunt you did, you set it up while we were brushing the blind and you could see like my headlamp going back and forth and then some different things. What, when you set the camera there to do a long exposure shot, how long is it? So like, uh, yeah, so it's anywhere from 30 seconds to 25 seconds. It just depends on how long I, how long, it just depends on what the situation is like. I mean, I can do different things to get different ex results. Yeah. So the longer, more trail, um, uh, the longer, sometimes even brighter or darker yeah. for less. I mean, the more time you have the camera open, it's going to be lighter. Yeah. So like you're going to capture more light that way. Um, so like the trail will be a lot longer, um, and the shorter the duration. Uh, so like from like, thir like 30 seconds is usually the max on most cameras, but now you can go what is called bulb mode where you, you have to have a, a special thing that you hold down and you're holding it down and you're holding it open. Hmm. So, and then you release it when you want to. Yeah. So it literally takes almost like a video and compresses into oh, one. Oh no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, you're literally just exposing the film that long or the sensor that long. Dude, that's, it's crazy to think about that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so, so, so think about it like this, you can't, you can't, you have to blink. You, you, yeah. You, you can't not blink. Right. Um, so you like looking at a light for a while. Um, and then if you, you have to blink. Yeah. So is what that is, is lessening the time that the camera blinks essentially is what that is doing. Gotcha. So like, um, it's just leaving the camera, like staring at a light for a long time. You start getting those spots and you, st and if you start moving your head, you start getting trails when you close your eyes. Yeah. It's essentially what you're doing with the, with a long exposure. Yeah. Gotcha. Best what way to explain it. Like what is the hardest time, like hardest light setting to gather good pictures when we're out there? It seems like from a non photographer standpoint, uh, it seems like when we're throwing decoys out, you get pretty good pictures cause our headlamps are lighting stuff up and, you got an up close shot of me setting down a decoy one time that was super cool. Also like mid hunt stuff and the sun's coming up and there's some light, but then also when the sun's out, like there's a lot of different lights, light things that happen in a hunt. So what's yeah. the easiest, hardest? What does that look like? If there's light, I can usually catch it. So, um, pitch black is a little harder cause you would have to do the long exposure. But, um, if you have light, if like I can like darkness is probably the hardest until you start getting some sunlight it you're going to start getting grainy photos because of the because um, using digital camera it's going to introduce digital noise because it's digitally um, exposing I yes. guess um, but um, so usually as soon as I can hit a thousand ISO, which is, I don't really know how to explain ISO. I know I could probably look it up and find out a little bit better, but ISO is a function of a camera that pretty sure it's what don't, it, it's the amount of light that the sensor lets in. I, if I, 
well, that's, I don't know. It's, um, I guess, the amount of feedback the sensor, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Back in the film days, you used to buy uh, the the certain ISO that you want for film. So, like, you wanted a 100 ISO Oh really? Film you have to get if you wanted to shoot something at 100 ISO, you'd have to get 100 ISO film. Um, so I don't. I, I wish I would have known. I just know that. I just know that like if I want, if it's darker, higher ISO. If it's dark, it, once lighter. you start, once you start getting lighter, you can turn it down. So it's like I try to get to a thousand ISO as quickly as possible because anything past that, the grain is usually. It's there, but it's not as bad. So anything a thousand above, there's usually some digital grain. I mean, that's all right these days. I mean, it's it's a photographer sees it, not anybody else. I got gotcha. you. Um, so I usually like to get, and that's usually right at shooting, like right after shooting light, a couple like an hour after the sun comes up a little bit, right mm-hmm. after shooting light is kind of when it, I can switch up to that thousand ISO and run with that and get some pretty good stuff. I mean, they can get stuff before that too and i do but it's just a little harder yeah so i guess pitch black is when it's the the worst gotcha. but i mean i can still like i've learned enough to know how to capture it yeah um but there's it definitely takes a technique to learn how to do that right yeah absolutely well man i think we could literally talk we could photography all day long uh and i i hate to shut her down because i i mean i'm super interested in it and i love what you do but at the end of the day, man, um, kind of, uh, wrapping up here, uh, man, I, I'm so thankful that we met and we're, <laughs> we formed this friendship and, uh, man, you're really good at what you do and, uh, you're a huge blessing to me and my family and my business. And, uh, I love being out in the blind with you and hunting with you and, uh, and, uh, just getting to spend time with you and all that stuff. So, man, I appreciate you for sure. No problem. And yep. I'm excited to actually get behind uh, to put the camera down this season and yep. actually get in the and do some hunting too. That's Absolutely. that's what I'm looking forward to this season. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to what I can do with the camera, but I'm really excited to get some first this season as well. Yeah, we're gonna get you on some first for sure. Sweet. Yes. Uh, some things that we have planned. Uh, we we sat down and have a, had a meeting last week talking about. Uh, YouTube videos, we're going to start doing a lot of YouTube videos, vlogging, all that kind of stuff to throw out. Uh, man, I just want to see, I want people to see what, what Lath's doing, what we're doing, uh, go on these hunts with us. Um, so we're going to do that. Uh, we're talking a lot about doing, going some places to hunt that we've never been before, uh, outside of Texas, possibly doing some different things, but we haven't confirmed on some of that stuff yet. So I don't want to I don't want to say exactly what yeah. it is, but super cool stuff. Possibility to get some birds we've never gotten before. Uh, so, uh, man, anytime I call Lathe and say, dude, I got a call from this guy, or dude, I think we may go do this, his answer is always, sounds awesome, let's do it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, man, I, I appreciate that about you. I'm excited for this season. Again, if you need anything hunting photography-wise, uh, Lath is definitely your man. You will not be disappointed. So on socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that, go to at capturing the hunt. You mm-hmm. can find him on all that. Uh, go- I'm more on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. That's probably where I mostly do. I mean, this day and age, I try to stay off Facebook as much as I can. Yeah. So we do, 
uh, at Valor Calls, at G93 Outdoors. A lot of those, uh, we tag Lathe in all of our stuff because he's taken a lot of our pictures. And so if you can go to our pages as well to find him, but find him on Instagram, at yep. Capturing the Hunt. At Capturing the Hunt. At Capturing the Hunt. Any last words, man, before the end of this? Get outside. Get Go out. hunt. Dude, look at that. I like that, man. I didn't know where uh I didn't know where you're going with that. So that was <laughs> awesome. Get outside. Uh I was gonna say something else. <laughs> I have to edit that out. Get outside. Get outside. Go uh, hunt. Man, what was I going to say? <laughs> I could add something. Add something. So, yeah, um, I guess what I want to say is just get outside, go hunt. And if you, any hunt's unique. And there, there's nothing there's nothing not unique about a hunt because you're getting outside and doing what you love to do. I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's a difference between duck hunting. I mean, there's obviously there's differences, but like anytime you can get outside, that's something unique. And you all, and everyone has a story to tell. Um, so even if, even if you pick this up and want to, and you're a photographer and you want to listen and you want to learn, do it. Like I encourage you to go out and capture it because there's so much, there's a story in every hunt. And that's, that's what I love about doing this because there's literally a story every time I go out. Um, and that's why I say get out and go hunt. Absolutely. Well, uh, remember me when you're famous, bro. That's all, man, I just want you to remember when you, when you're blown up and I'm like, I know that guy who's taking those pictures, man. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Awesome. So again, thank y'all for uh, checking out the podcast. If y'all could like, subscribe, share, all that kind of stuff, that would help us out a ton. Again, uh, we're going to continue to bring these podcasts. We're going to interview friends, buddies, a lot of hunting, uh, hunting talk, a lot of equipment talk so we hope this is helpful we hope it's uh it's beneficial for y'all we hope y'all enjoy listening to us we'd love for you to comment on our social medias let us know what you did like about episodes what is what you didn't like about episodes things that you would want us to to talk about we have a list of guests and topics that we'd love to cover but also we want to talk about things that y'all want to hear about so if there's anything that uh we don't cover or you think this would be a good topic or I'd love to hear about this. I'd love to hear Micah or Colt or Laith uh, talk about that. We'd love to hear about that. Again, Laith is going to be in studio with us all the time. He's the Google producer guy. So uh, when we were on the episode with Colt, uh, we talked about Canada being shut down this year. And I was like, I think that's right. And then within 30 seconds, Laith's got it pulled up that Canada, the border shut down and we can't go up there and hunt. So man, uh, it's going to be, awesome season and uh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen this year with hunting and this podcast so thank y'all for checking it out Uh, we will talk to y'all soon